At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the look ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSN, the sports betting network. Scott Zettenberg here with you. It's the look ahead on VCNV Sports Betting Network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott on Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Thanks to our very own Dave Tooley for the information. Uh, MLB favorites went 12 and 2 here on Tuesday with just uh, one game closing as a pick 'em. That was the Indians, uh, excuse me, the Guardians and the Reds. Um, and the Rockies beating the Rangers and the Mets beating the Phillies were the only two upsets on the day. Unders continue to lead the way here in the early part of the season, and I I don't know how much of an effect it is that now humidors are being used in every Major League ballpark. What it's doing is it's decreasing the flight of the balls. We're not really seeing, you know, a lot of balls travel out, I guess. I don't know. It's too early to tell, but we're starting to compile the data. In this, on Tuesday, we had, um, let's see. You had unders go 8-5-2 and two with pushes in the Brewers or- Orioles and the Dodgers Twins. So, unders led the way today. Unders lead the way on the season Right now, 41-27-7 on the season are unders. Favorites are now 45-29 and 29 straight up this season. So, favorites are leading the way. Favorites and the unders so far early on here in this Major League Baseball season. Taking a look at the schedule here for Wednesday and it's a lot of day games, some so you know some getaway spots here, and also some second starts for pitchers who might have pitched on opening day or the next day or whatnot. Nationals take on the Braves. Josiah Gray gets his second start. Max Fried gets his second start. Cubs, Pirates, Kyle Hendricks goes again. Zach Thompson makes his season debut. Guardians and Reds, Tristan McKinney gets his second start. Nick Lodolo goes for his first start. Mets and Phillies, what a great pitching matchup. Max Scherzer and Aaron Nola. Both both these pitchers are making their second starts, and this has been an under series. Well, a first five under series because the Phillies uh, came back with that big uh, eighth inning 
the other night to win and come from behind and win 5-4 against the Mets. But I, I kind of talked about this last night with Zach Wheeler going up against Tyler McGill that the under first five was the move. And it was a one nothing ball game. It wound up being a 2 nothing final, the Mets winning. I just think that both these offenses right now, as great as the Phillies lineup is, is kind of they're kind of struggling. And I just don't see any other way to attack the Mets Phillies than to play the under uh, in the first five, at least. You know, the bullpens are a different story, but the first five under could be the way to go with Max Scherzer and Aaron Nola. Now, if the number trickles down low enough. Maybe the, a contrarian play on the over could be the move. And I don't know. Like, could this could this thing get to three and a half? Probably not. The total for the game is eight and a half, which means that the first five total is going to be four and a half. And the lean would be the under for Max Scherzer and Aaron Nola. Second starts, both pitchers won their first starts. Aaron Nola gave up uh, four runs in six innings against Oakland. He struck out seven. And for Max Scherzer, in the second game of the, he didn't start on opening day, but against the Nationals, he uh, allowed three runs in six innings. He struck out six. So maybe first five under would be the way to go with Mets and Phillies. Red Sox and Tigers is an interesting game. Because Nathan Yavaldi makes his second start. Eduardo Rodriguez, though, gets his second start against his former team. How does Eduardo Rodriguez pitch against the Red Sox? And will the Red Sox players be so familiar with Eduardo Rodriguez that they might rock this guy? Rodriguez against the Cubs in his first start went four innings, allowed three runs. Struck out only two batters uh, in that game against the White Sox. Nate Yavaldi, in his first start, it was against the Yankees. He allowed three runs in five innings, two home runs, and he struck out seven. I actually lean the Red Sox here just because of the familiarity Eduardo Rodriguez factor. Now, yes, is Eduardo Rodriguez going to be motivated to pitch against his former team? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just don't know if he's going to be good enough to shut down his former team. And you better believe that that entire, you know, the the hitting coach, everyone is going to be well-versed on everything Eduardo Rodriguez, right? So that is something, that's one that I tend to lean towards Boston there. Dodgers and Twins, it'll be the debut of Clayton Kershaw this season and Chris Paddock. We'll get the start for Minnesota. I lean Dodgers here. I think that the offensive explosion that we saw from the Dodgers in the eighth inning against the Twins, because this was a 1-1 game on Tuesday night. Chris Archer pitched really well for the Twins, and Andrew Haney actually pitched well for the Dodgers, which is very surprising. But this was a 1-1 game going into the eighth inning. The Dodgers really haven't found their offense yet this season. But in the eighth inning, Dodgers explode for six runs. I think they could now parlay that over into this next start. It's a quick turnaround. We had a little rain delay here on Tuesday night, so it's a late night for them, and it's an early start on Wednesday. uh, It's a 1 o'clock Eastern time start, so it's an early start for the day game. Clayton Kershaw does concern me with his debut, but Chris Paddock pitched – for San Diego for a while, so you know the Dodgers are familiar with him. In fact, let's look at Paddock, um, his numbers versus the uh, versus Dodgers players and see um, how he's done here. If we can just select the Dodgers. Well, only Max Muncie, Trey Turner, and Cody Bellinger have faced him, and they've faced him a total of 12 times each. And uh, Max Muncy homered against him. Cody Bellinger homered against him. But let's be honest, Cody Bellinger ain't homering against anybody these days. Uh, <laughs> and a little very disappointing since that was my pick uh, to be the you know MVP. But anyway, 
so those are just you know three players that have faced Chris Paddock there with his time with San Diego. So it's kind of interesting um, there. Let's keep going down the list. We got Royals, Guardians, Adam Wainwright, and Zach Greinke both making their second starts of the season. How good was Adam Wainwright on opening day? Six shutout innings against the Pirates. He struck out six batters, didn't walk a guy as the Cardinals picked up the win there. And Zach Greinke wasn't bad at all against Cleveland. He gave up only one run in five and two-thirds innings against the Guardians. And both of these pitchers pitched really well in their uh, open in their first starts. So um, not sure where I would lean here. The Cardinals are a minus 150 favorite, so I might lean towards the favorite, but that's certainly going to be uh, a, a good pitching matchup there. Astros are at the Diamondbacks. Houston minus 160. Framber Valdez makes his second start of the season, and how good was Framber Valdez against the Angels on uh, the opening day start? He allowed just two hits in six and two-thirds innings, no runs. He struck out six batters, and Merrill Kelly gets the start here. Uh, He pitched uh, against San Diego in his first outing, no runs on four hits in four innings while striking out seven. So both these pitchers looking to uh, continue uh, good starts that they had in their first outings. Speaking of both pitchers pitching well in their first outings, Padres against the Giants, Sean Manaya, who was fantastic in seven no-hit innings for the Padres in his first start. He will go here against the Giants. Logan Webb gets the start in his first outing, just one run allowed on five hits in six innings against Miami. So that should be a fun game there in San Francisco. Frankie Montas goes for the A's against the Rays, and the Rays are a heavy favorite at minus 180, and rightfully so. Shane McClanahan gets his second start in his opening day start against Baltimore. He allowed just four hits in four and one-thirds innings. He struck out seven guys in those four innings, didn't allow a run. Meanwhile, Frankie Montas got the start against the Phillies and was tagged for Five runs on six hits and five innings, including one home run. I would lean towards the Tampa Bay Rays. Corbin Burns gets his second start. They go up against the the Brewers, go up against the Orioles. And for Corbin Burns, this is a bounce back. He needs to bounce back in a bad way because he was awful in his first start. Three runs allowed on four hits in five innings, including a home run. John Means goes for Baltimore in his opening day start. He uh, allowed just one run on six hits in four innings against the Tampa Bay Rays. Blue Jays and the Yankees. Garrett Cole against Jose Barrios. And Barrios for the Blue Jays was awful in his first start. He only lasted a third of an inning against the Rangers, was tagged for four runs on three hits, including a home run. So he is looking to bounce back in a big way. And Garrett Cole as well, because he gave up some long balls against the Red Sox. Uh, One home run, three runs on four hits in just four innings. We'll continue the baseball discussion. Our very own Dave Ross will join me coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NFL Draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, is going to give him his draft analysis, VEASAN host Mike Pritchard, former first-round pick, and Sean King, Super Bowl champ. They'll give their insights as to who you can bet on. Also, legendary sportscaster and voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his draft best bets in our NFL Draft Betting Guide. Sign up today to get full access to VSIN through the NFL Draft for only $19 at vsin.com slash spring. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Joining me now, our very own Dave Ross, host of Betting Across America, First Strike, our combat sports show. You hit him up on Twitter at DRoss Sports. And Dave, have you uh, ran out to purchase your Tyler McGill Cy Young tickets yet? You damn well better believe it. How about those first two innings, uh, first two outings, rather? This, this is so encouraging as a Metropolitan fan. If you watch what happened uh, in the first series against the Nationals and carrying this over into the first couple against the Phillies, and kind of results be damned. And obviously, they blew the 2 1 lead in D.C. on Sunday. Bullpen couldn't hold it. Uh, Diaz, of course, was out for those two games. And you saw what a difference it was when he wasn't available. And then, of course, blowing that 4 nothing lead last night to Philadelphia before getting the win today. The starting pitching for the Metropolitans with nobody named Jacob Grom. oh, my goodness. I mean, you, you expected it from Scherzer. And, Scott, to be honest, Scherzer's probably had the worst start so far out of all the Mets starters. So this has got to be really encouraging if you're the Metropolitans and certainly a backer of them like I am. And I got to be honest, you and I were talking about it before we came on the show here. Boy, the Mets on the first five have been gold. As a matter of fact, even in the two losses, they still covered the first five run line here uh, in those those two losses to D.C. and to the Phillies. So if you're still worried about the bullpen right now, and this is something betters really have to be paying attention to, Starting pitching, yes, it's great to have the big-name starter going. You feel really confident about that, uh, certainly in your wager. But it's almost smarter to handicap first fives right now because the way that managers are using their starting pitchers, they're just not going deep. And I knew it today with Wheeler for the Phillies. And look, he was rusty. I think he had 29 pitches in the first inning, had the bases juiced, but he got Robbie Cano. uh, He struck him out to end that inning. But, you know, he was on a 70-pitch count. He almost threw 30 pitches in the first inning. So the reason why I handicapped the Mets today by taking him in the, in the first five was for that very reason. Now, he ended up getting to the fifth because he settled down and they gave up two-out two home run to Brandon Nimmo in the top of the fifth. But I would advise people to really start handicapping first fives. If you really like your starting pitcher and you're a little bit dicey about the bullpen like I am for the Mets, that's been a much stronger play. As a matter of fact, it's cashed every time for the Mets, even despite those two losses with the bullpen not being able to lock those games down. The Mets, the fourth best team so far in Major League Baseball in opponents. First five scoring opponents averaging just .8 runs per first five innings this season. Offensively, the Mets, though, are towards the bottom. Uh, yeah, it's not. Oh. The, actually, no, middle of the pack. They're averaging three runs, so it's okay. They, they you know, they're, they're <laughs> middle of the road here. Um, I do... I do lean first yeah, five under here between the Mets and Phillies mm-hmm. with Scherzer and Aaron Nola. 
Absolutely. Because again, you got to remember Max was, was rusty. He, he did not look great in his first outing, but uh, you would expect him to be better. And Noah's Noah. And I know he's not exactly uh, right now. You wonder again, the pitch count, how, how long these guys will go, but I'd be surprised if either guy doesn't make it through five. So really that's a perfect heavyweight matchup to handicap. And that's why it's pretty much even money here. Uh, and that if you want to take the Mets plus the money, or if you want to take them plus the half run, you got to lay a little bit here, but I actually think that's the way to go right now. I do because Scherzer will keep him in there. I, I can't expect that he gives up more than two through five and probably the same for Noah. So the under feels about the right play. And again, I'd roll a little bit of the dice here with the Mets in that first five innings because they've been a really, really smart and profitable play so far. Who besides the Mets has impressed you so far through the first couple of games of the baseball season? You know, that's a, a great question, Scott. It's hard for me to, obviously the Blue Jays, now they lost today to the Yankees. And, and it's, to me, it feels like, can they win by just mashing? And I know against Texas, what a wild first series that was. And then against the Yankees, right now, they went with pitching and defense yesterday in a shutout before getting shut out today. Kind of the Yankees flipped the script on them. And I talked to Josh Towers today, of course, our MLB analyst here at Easton. And I said, can they mash their way to wins? Is that the way they're going to have to win? He goes, their pitching and defense is going to be much better than people realize. So this series with the Yankees, I've been paying my really close attention to the pitching and defense. So even though they didn't win today, they're not, yes, they gave up some runs to Texas. And sometimes I think you might look past the opponent, but I feel like they've got enough arms and their defense is better than people think. So I, I didn't play the Blue Jays. Uh, you know, for season totals, but that is a team that I'm keeping a watchful eye on so far. So good as they are who we thought they were, uh, you know, to quote Mike Singletary, I think they are going to be exactly who they, who we thought they were. I think they will be in it for the long haul. You know, Tampa hasn't played anybody yet. They came back again and beat Oakland today. Uh, I'll be keeping a watchful eye on that. But when you sweep the, the Orioles to begin, then you get the A's. What a great start for Tampa. But I want to see them do it against better competition, kind of like the Blue Jays and Yankees going head-to-head. And uh, Barrios definitely needs a bounce back after that yeah. terrible outing on uh, opening day. So uh, he will go up against Garrett Cole here on Wednesday night. Uh, an interesting matchup here on Wednesday for the Red Sox and the Tigers. Nathan Uvalde goes for the Red Sox, but Eduardo Rodriguez gets his oh. second start for the Tigers, pitching against his former team. Do you th- which which way do you think this is going to go? Eduardo Rodriguez pitches lights out against his former team, or the Red Sox have every possible note on him they could have, and they're going to rough him up in Detroit. Boy, you know Rodriguez is licking his chops in this one. I'm going to go the way of Rodriguez shoves, and the, the way I look at it is, you know that's a bitter pill, right? That he's not there anymore in Boston, and now he's in Detroit. And some would say that. I, they're not baseball exiles. They're, they're actually, you would think, on the comeuppance here, uh, hopefully in the next couple of years, every A.J. Hinch and company in Detroit. But I, I got to go with Rodriguez here because I just think it's going to be easier. He knows he knows those guys. Yeah, they know him. But I really do think there is something to that of, like, I want to stick it to those guys. I want to show them that I should still be there, and, uh, and I'm not anymore, and I'm going to prove it to you. So if I had to side with one side on that one, I'm going to go with Rodriguez. Uh, in a motivation factor. And look, we know how talented the big lefty can be when he's on. Uh, I think there's a good chance that he's on tomorrow against Boston. Clayton Kershaw makes his season debut for the Dodgers against the Mm. Minnesota Twins. The Dodgers have really struggled to find their offense, Dave, early on here in the season. They did explode, though, for six runs in the eighth inning here against Minnesota. Will this now translate into an offensive outburst on Wednesday? And would you be comfortable backing Kershaw on his season debut? I would. I actually think there's going to be some runs in that game because I don't know how sharp Kershaw is going to be here in his debut. But if you kind of look at what Cleveland did against Kansas City when they put up 17 and you thought, okay, they got the offense going. Then they go to Cincinnati today and put up 10 more. Uh, after blowing a four nothing lead, sometimes that offense does carry over. Uh, I would expect that to start going for the Dodgers. Look, you look at that lineup up and down, and we all know this is the reason why they're basically projected to win 100 games. Uh, you can understand why with the highest win total in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it going a little bit. And again, this is the way teams go. 
Uh, a little bit warmer weather right now in the Midwest. And look, I, I feel like Al Roker every day, Scott. I'm looking at, at weather reports. Oh, you have to. You have to. You, you, you really do. And I, I know people kid about that, but it's true. And in the Midwest uh, right now, it's a little bit warmer. It's going to get cold again this weekend. But I look at that and I go, if there's spots that I can hop in and get low over totals of eight, eight and a half somewhere in the Midwest, yeah, even with the Clayton Kershaw out there, I think they're going to get run scored. I think the Dodgers will put up runs tomorrow. Uh, I look for that to be a, a more high-scoring affair than people might think. Yeah, it could be some rain in the forecast uh, by the time we get to uh, the first pitch, but there, the wind is going to be blowing out at uh, mm-hmm. Target Field. So uh, about 15-mile-per-hour pr- winds blowing out to center field. So that's around first pitch. So maybe there are some long balls given up. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do lean towards the Dodgers, though, and, I, yeah, I do think that the offense I will kind of translate over and, and carry over from what they did here in the eighth inning, uh, breaking out uh, against the Twins. Uh, one final uh, game here, Mariners-White Sox Wednesday night. We got less than a minute. Are you back in Robbie Ray and the Mariners on the road? Boy, I keep waiting for their offense to show up a little bit here. <laughs> it, it, it hasn't shown up yet, so – Robbie's going to have to be lights out, and we know what he can be, certainly from last year in Toronto, uh, and that's why Seattle went and got him. So I think it's another low-scoring affair, though, like we saw today, 3-2 with the White Sox getting the win today. I just don't see those bats right now. They're going to rely on Robbie Ray. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna back more of the under than backing the M's right now on the road. Total is nine, although Dallas Keuchel pitching for the White Sox, and he is uh, not friendly to the under. So, <laughs> no, he, he can be flammable at times. Yes. Dave, appreciate the time and the conversation as always, and good luck with that Mets play coming up here tomorrow. You know, Scotty. Appreciate you, man. Talk I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Sandberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Just trying to handicap this board here for Wednesday in Major League Baseball, and I keep coming back to this Dodgers game. You know, Clayton Kershaw and Chris Paddock. And Chris... Chris Paddock this spring, you know, he was traded late to the Twins. In three starts for the Padres this spring, he allowed runs in all three outings. And Clayton Kershaw, in his spring, he gave up some runs as well. Um, in his first spring outing against Milwaukee, one run on uh, no hits, actually, in an inning and a third. He gave up two runs against Cleveland on two hits in two and a third. He didn't allow a run against Arizona on just one hit in four innings, and he allowed one run on three hits in four innings against San Francisco. Pretty decent spring numbers, actually. Not... Not bad at all. Um, but Chris Paddock, meanwhile, he got, I don't want to say he got roughed up, but Chris Paddock this spring, this is what we were looking at. Again, for the Padres, he allowed one run on a home run in two innings against Milwaukee. He allowed one, he allowed three runs. One of them earned, but three runs on four hits in three innings against Arizona. And he allowed four runs, three of them earned, on a home run in three innings against the White Sox. And he gets traded, and this is his first outing for Minnesota. So, you got a guy who is pitching for the first time for his team, his new team, didn't have a good spring now he's got to go up against the best lineup in baseball. And I just, I think there's something to the, the, the Dodgers finding themselves. And, and I, I know it's kind of weird to say that, but they have not 
scored a ton of runs so far this season. They scored five runs on opening day against the Rockies. Then they scored two runs in their second game. They scored four runs in their third game. And they had only had one run until the eighth inning of this game against the Twins when they exploded for a six-run eighth inning. And they even left the bases loaded in that eighth inning. So they could have scored more runs. I just think that uh, when it comes to this team now, going up against, um, against Chris Paddock on a quick turnaround, yes, but the way that they're um the way that their lineup hit i feel pretty good about them plus just look at the bats from the left side of the lineup cuz chris paddock is a, a right-handed pitcher freddie freeman max muncy cody bellinger Gavin Lux, you know, you got got good bats from the left side of the lineup that I think could take advantage uh, of Paddock. And really, man, I I can't get off this. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to dive into this a little further. But to me, I think this 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 is playing out like a Dodgers first five is what I'm leaning towards. Taking a look at the line right now up on DraftKings. Dodgers in this game are minus 165. They're minus 105 for the run line at minus a run and a half. In the first five innings, the Dodgers are minus 175. Now, I wouldn't bet that. I'm not going to lay the minus 175. What I would do, though, is I would bet the Dodgers on the run line in the first five innings. And let's take a look and see what we can find for that spread. So laying minus a half a run for the first five innings, Dodgers would be first half run line minus 128. I think that's pretty, I think it's a pretty fair price. I think the Dodgers will have a lead after five innings here against the Minnesota Twins. Unless... Man, unless Kershaw just gets completely lit up, which I don't really see that happening. Uh, first half total, first total runs is four and a half. So I actually could see Dodgers in the over. Just the, or maybe, and, and also I would take a look at the Dodgers team total, if we're being honest. I think this is maybe a chance. This is the Dodgers breaking out now. Dodgers total is five. <laughs> look at that. I'd much rather it be four and a half. If you can get a Dodgers team total four and a half, that would be the play. But if you, yeah, four and a half up on DraftKings is minus 130. So this thing could move to five. I've seen it five other places. But yeah, I think the Dodgers are about to break out here. I really do. I think this is their offense kind of, they found something in that inning. They worked some walks. They got some base hits. They weren't reliant on the home run. And they manufactured six runs in an inning. That's going to carry over here into this game on Wednesday. It's an early slate in Major League Baseball. The action gets underway at, uh, I believe, um, 9, 10, 11, 12, 20 Eastern time. Nationals and Braves. And then 12, 35 Eastern, Pirates, Cubs, Guardians, Reds. And then you got a bunch of 1 o'clock games. Mets, Phillies, Red Sox, Tigers, and the Dodgers Twins would be at 110 as well. Uh, then your late game at night, uh, 4.10 or 7.10 Eastern time. Well, 7.05 Eastern time, you got Yankees and Blue Jays. And 7.10 Eastern time, Mariners and the White Sox. That is a fun game. Seattle right now is a minus 115 favorite in Chicago against the White Sox. Is this too much respect? For reigning American League Cy Young winner Robbie Ray. And is it too much disrespect for Dallas Keuchel of the White Sox? 
Because you would think, looking at these two teams, and yes, they played a close game here on Tuesday, the White Sox winning it uh, by a 3-2 score. But this White Sox lineup is better than the Mariners lineup. It's actually, I know a lot of people like this Mariners lineup. White Sox lineup is much better. Especially now Tim Anderson's back. Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, Ismani Grandal, Eloy Jimenez. Man, I mean, the lineup stacked. I was surprised when I saw that the Mariners were slight favorites. Now, does that mean that you jump here at taking the White Sox at close to even money at home? Or laying heavy juice on getting the White Sox plus a run and a half at home? Or does the line maybe being stinky point you into the direction that the Mariners are probably the right side? Like, why is Seattle the favorite here if the book doesn't believe that Seattle is the right side? Of this game. That's the interesting thing here. This thing opened up at minus, let's see, yeah, pretty much consensus. Uh, it was always with Seattle as the favorite. And it stayed there. So the books just really are thinking that. Robbie Ray has the advantage over Dallas Keuchel. I would tend to agree. Keuchel hasn't looked good recently. But it's a new season. It's a new day. And the White Sox are home. With that lineup, there's going to be a lot of people that this might wind up being like a a public versus sharp game where the public backs the White Sox as a home dog and the sharps are on Seattle uh, with Robbie Ray on the road. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we're going to get into the NHL. As the season is winding down, playoff positioning is on the line. Looking at the teams that are fighting for playoff positionings or just fighting to get into the playoffs, well, things are getting really, really interesting. Wasn't just a slam dunk backing the teams that need to win these games. We'll take a look at what happened here on Tuesday and take a look at the board on Wednesday coming up next. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. 
This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. <laughs> Conquer the competition for cash with the Northman Clash on the Ice Challenge. Join two free to play pools and compete for your share of $10,000 in total cash prizes with your hockey predictions. Head to DraftKings.com slash The Northman now to join the action. The Northman, in theaters April 22nd. Terms and conditions end. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. The Northman is pretty much like... um, I don't know. I saw the trailer. It kind of just seems like it's, um, is it Hamlet or Macbeth where the uncle kills the father then marries the mother and the son takes vengeance against the uncle? Was that Hamlet or Macbeth? I always confuse those two. Anyway, we've... I think those stories, all right, my producers are getting two conflicting things. It's like Hamlet, uh, or one says Hamlet, one says Macbeth. Let's see. Hamlet is the one, uh, the Prince Hamlet revenge against his uncle Claudius. There we go. So it is Hamlet. Okay. There we go. Macbeth is the one, um, which one, what, what was Macbeth again? Uh, he's got the prophecy that one day he'll become king, right? Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to be or not to be. Anyway, we've seen this, like, story play out before. It's basically the theme of, like, many TV shows and, like, many movies. I mean, anybody watch Sons of Anarchy? It was basically Hamlet. Um, and so that's what the Northman is. It's Hamlet. Anyway, anywho, it's the uh, challenge on the ice for your hockey picks. So let's talk about the hockey picks. It was a wild day on the ice as there were several teams that, really needed wins in order to better their playoff positioning. In fact, there was a game that was for first place in the Metropolitan Division between the Rangers and the Hurricanes. Uh, NHL favorites, according to our very own Dave Tooley, went 8-6. and six. The upsets were by the Sabres, plus 345 against the Maple Leafs. The Stars, who were plus 140 against the Lightning. The Canucks, who were plus 126 against the Knights. The Senators, plus 112 against the Red Wings. The Blues, plus 110 against the Bruins. And the Islanders, who were a short uh, dog against the Penguins. And we talked about the Islanders-Penguins game last night, remember? No Evgeny Malkin for the next couple of games with the suspension. Anyway, overs went 7-5-2. St. Louis, Boston, Buffalo, Toronto pushed on those lines. Let's look at what the standings are right now and which games we can kind of parlay the standings in our favor for on Wednesday. The Rangers are playing the second night of a back-to-back here. They just lost on Tuesday to the Hurricanes 4-2 to in a game that was for first place in the Metropolitan Division. Now, the Rangers do have another game coming up at Madison Square Garden at the end of the season against Carolina. So they're not out of the division race just yet. They are four points back of Carolina, and it would help if they picked up a win here against the Flyers when they are a minus 200 favorite in this game. Total is six, and if it's going to be Alexander Georgiev in net, I could lead myself to betting on the over. The Canadians will take on the Blue Jackets uh, for Columbus. They're out of it already. Um, They haven't been mathematically eliminated, but for all intents and purposes, they are out of it. Kings at the Avalanche. What a fun game this is going to be. Colorado is minus 250. The Avalanche have won six straight games. They are sitting right now tied with the Panthers. At 110 points, meaning the race for the President's Trophy is on between these two teams. The Kings have won. They just won. And with that win, snapping a three-game losing streak, they also, thanks to the Golden Knights losing, have a little bit of separation. 
between themselves and the Knights here for third place in the Pacific Division. They have 88 points. Vegas has 85. So they're three points up. They got an opportunity here to put themselves even, to create even more separation between themselves and Vegas. They can take a five-point lead over Vegas, which essentially gives them a two-game cushion over Vegas here. I know it's the second night of a back-to-back, and it's in Colorado, but the Avalanche don't have much to play for in this game. It's all about the motivation to finish with the best record and get the President's Trophy, but other than that, they've already, you know, that's it. They're, they're first place in the West. They're the top dogs. They're not losing out anything. Nothing to play for here down the stretch except for trying to get the President's Trophy. Is that enough motivation here on home ice where they've been great? This team has been great. They're 8-1-1 and in their last 10 games. I said they won six straight uh, against the Kings who trying to create a little bit of separation now between them and Vegas. And Vegas, I mean... This, this, they're not going to make the playoffs. The, the wild card race right now in the Western Conference is Nashville and Dallas are your wild cards. 89 points and 88 points. Vegas has 85 points. They're three points back of Dallas for the second wild card. Vancouver, not out of it. They have 82 points, six points back of Dallas. And then Winnipeg, not out of it. They have 81 points, so they're seven points back of Dallas. Not a lot of games left in the regular season. Vegas needs to make up, you know, two games or so, right? And here's what Vegas has for the remainder of the year. At Calgary, going to be a tough game, but the Flames don't really have Anything to play for? They're going to lock up this Pacific Division. And they've won five straight. They're playing well, but they're going to lock this thing up. They're nine points up on Edmonton. Speaking of Edmonton, Vegas will play at Edmonton on Saturday. Then they have New Jersey. Should be a win. Against Washington will be tough. Washington's playing well. And Washington is trying to, uh, well, they're, they're in. They're, they're going to be a wild card team. But they actually, Washington, because they've been playing well and because Pittsburgh is struggling, Washington is not out of the race for the three seed in the Metropolitan Division. Washington is only three points back of Pittsburgh for that three seed. So that's not an easy game. Then they get San Jose. They should win. Then the most important game of all, is going to be Tuesday, April 26th, when they play against Dallas. That game right there is probably going to determine who's going to be the wildcard team. Then they get a little bit of a respite against Chicago, and then they finish up against St. Louis, and at that point, what's St. Louis playing for last game of the season? St. Louis is either going to be the two or the three in the central. Doesn't matter. They're still going to play Minnesota in the first round. Two and three play each other. So all that matters actually between those two teams is who's going to have home ice advantage. Will Minnesota or St. Louis have home ice advantage in that 2-3 matchup in the Central Division? So I don't know about Vegas' chances. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have to start picking up some wins here against some tough opponents with the final few games of the regular season. To make the playoffs right now, Vegas is plus 135. The yes is plus 135. For LA, the yes is minus 260. How about that? And LA is only three points up on Vegas right now. For everyone else, let's see. Vancouver, the yes is plus 750. They're a little far out of it. For Dallas, the yes is minus 1,200. 
and Nashville minus 900. If you think Dallas falls out of the wild card, plus 750 on them to miss the playoffs. But I think the interesting stuff is the no for Vegas minus 155 is the favorite, and I would tend to agree with that. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll get back into the NBA playoffs, recap what we saw here in the first two play-in games, preview the next two coming up here on Wednesday. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you, if you, if you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.